Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Good morning. This is Denise Michaels, and I am here with Jim Stavis, and today... It's Friday, November 11th. Can you believe we're less than two weeks from Thanksgiving? <laughs> Holy cow. Anyway, um, so how are you, Jim? You said that. I am I am well. I am well. I, I like you, can't, can't believe that the year is almost over. I know. It's stunning. It's stunning. So anyway, um, Brianna, I guess you said, is at the Miami airport trying to find a place to dial in. So yes. she's able to yes. do that. That'll be awesome, and yeah. if she's not, um, we will still have an awesome call together. So I, my anyway. my guess is my guess is that she will be calling in, but we'll see. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Um, I sent you some uh, chapters. I sent you one early, and then later in the afternoon, and then one about forty minutes ago. Um, have you had a chance to look at those? I read the ones that you had sent before. I have not read the business one that you just sent. I just saw that you sent it. Um, okay. So I, haven't, right. I, have, I have not read those. Okay. Well, I mean, it was just like 45 minutes ago, so I understand. Um, here's uh, – I'm just going to start with that, okay? Okay. Because, you know, the, the, um, the chapter on – Understanding the problem, I put a little bit of Michelle into it, you know? Right. Um, you notice that? Yes, I did. Okay. And did. how did you feel about that? Well, what, what I was – I was very curious to see how you were going to integrate the, the Michelle idea into um, the book concept, and I was actually – I was, how should I say it, without starting over, I wasn't sure how you would be able to do it because, um, you know, it's it's almost like it, it, it was an afterthought. You know, we, we kind of thought of her after we had written the first six chapters. So how do you integrate well, her into the story? I have some ideas about that. I just, I just, you know, all I had in that one chapter is like maybe one, paragraph right. where I mentioned right. the name Michelle, you know? Right. And I right. have some ideas I want to talk with you about that. I just want to make sure that that chapter looks okay to you. Well, um Cuz I have I some think? ideas about it. Okay. All right. Well, I would love to, I would love to hear them. I mean, part of my and and I don't know if you ever get to this point, but you when you write something or you read something so many times, after a while you almost, it, it's like it's hard for you to make judgments because you, it's almost like you're, um, you almost have overload with it. Yeah. And, you know, right? Well, that's, I mean, that's, I, yeah, that's, that's when you need to like, you know, go for a walk on the beach or, you know, something to yeah. kind of clear your head of all of it. So, I, I understand that. Um, it was just, you know, one chapter. Is Brianna trying to call in? Is that what that noise is in the background, or is it you? I just logged in, guys. I'm going to put myself is. on mute because I'm, I'm on the concourse, so I'll mute You're on myself. The tar- on, on the tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> I am. So I will... Um, I will mute, and I'll only unmute when um, asked a question, guys. So, so sorry. Okay. No That's problem. Okay. Good to hear you, Brianna. So, here's my thought: is that you have the chapter marooned in in Madison, okay? And then what happened after you were marooned in Madison is you were taken directly to, I think it was Cedar Sinai. 
when I was when was I returned. Tarzana. Yeah. Right. Or was it Tarzana? So when was it that she came to your hospital room? And that's when the friendship really started, right? Um well, we could we could we could pretty much I mean the friendship really began at Bruin Woods. I mean that's when I met her. But okay. you know, and that and that's so that was the initial uh connection, if you will. And then we okay. we became closer once she after after that when she was looking for she was stayed at our house for about six months while she wait, finished wait, her The right? thing is is that you you don't meet somebody up on a mountain trail and then pick up the phone and call them and say, can I stay in your guest bedroom for about six months? <laughs> See, this is, this, the, yes, that's the true. That's true. The, the problem I see happening here is there's really huge chunks missing, which makes you keep asking me the question, how are we going to incorporate Michelle? And I know you've asked it. You know, you asked it out at Author 101, and then you asked it last week, and now you're asking it today. So what you had told me many weeks before, prior to Author 101, is that she surprised you and showed up at the hospital. I don't know where that was. I don't know when that was. But that's when you really, I mean, you know, so you met this young woman, you know, up at Bruin Woods. I mean, that's that's very nice, but... You know, very often we do that, and then we never talk to the person again, you know? So yes. it's like the surprising thing, I mean, you know, when you consider most young people want to avoid a hospital, and here she's a college student, and she shows up at a hospital, and she doesn't, I mean, you told me it was a surprise. It was like you didn't even know that was happening. It probably lifted your spirits a great deal, and that's when it happened, and that's what needs to be in the book whether it's an entirely new chapter or whether it's included in another chapter, I'm not sure, but that's where the whole, you know, Tuesdays with Maury kind of feeling starts is when someone does something so incredibly kind that you weren't expecting and she becomes this friend that I have started to mention in prior chapters. I see. Okay. I see. So, okay. Yeah. You know, so so far all I'm all I've done in Bruin Woods and understanding the problem is just tease it a little bit. You know? Right. That right. It's it's almost like a foreshadowing a little bit, but in a positive way, not like, you know, oh my gosh, the sky is falling or something, but in a positive way. So I don't have nor have I seen a chapter that kind of outlines that first real well I'll tell you why I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you why I'll tell you why because you have never seen the chapter that Brianna has regarding after Bruin Woods I mean that that was which was supposedly chapter four which was like the Tuesday after Bruin Woods or whatever we were calling it or after Bruin Woods and that would be the chapter in which Michelle should be introduced because what happened after Bruin Woods is I was, you know, my, my the assessment at, you know, the cardiac event that I had was that it revealed that I had an artery that was 95% blocked and what were they going to do about it. And I went to various doctors and ultimately had a procedure where that's the time at which Michelle became involved in, with my life because I was, you know, having, um, you know, an angioplasty at the hospital and the, the, the doctor said, well, I did the best I could. He's a diabetic. What more could I do? And then I said, yeah, but that's not good enough. I need, I need to find a new doctor, a new hospital. And then I search, searched and found Cedar sinai So that all of that happens in the chapter that we have not revealed yet, which I don't know where Brianna. I don't know where Brianna is on that, but that's where that. That's where your I'm question here. is answered. I'm here, Brianna, Jim. So we have. is a perfect time. <laughs> yes. So Jim, we have. Um, we have. I think my fault is that I have been off on my numbers, so I apologize to you both on the chapter numbers. Um, 
the after Bruin Woods chapter, we have three and a half pages that talks about Jim's return. Um, Tarzana, new doctor, that search. And then the other half of that was a blended in business story, which after all of the business, take the business part out, uh, kind of change of direction or when we, when we did that, that was, um, that was part of the, the feedback that Jim, we, you and I talked about, which was just make it the personal part of the story. Don't talk about like, um, you know, how do you balance health challenges and work? Right. So the Tarzana part and the new doctor search part, that is the part of the chapter that I can send along. Um, it's just very, very short. It's like a, a, you know, a quarter of a chapter basically. But then now we can add in the Michelle part and how right. you that, connect it back. Right. Yeah, that's so, what I think. So, I, I think that should be the point at which we introduce the the element of Michelle is in that chapter, which is the after Bruin Woods chapter. Right. So, so that's always been my intention, where to add in Michelle, but I was just kind of teasing it a little in yeah, the which previous Yeah, which is fine. Which is yeah. fine. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself again. I will also try and hop on the internet right now and just send off that three and a half ish pages. Um I'll see if I can use my hotspot. So I'll I'll go unmute, but I'll try and get that over to you guys right now. Thank you, Brianna. Okay. No Appreciate problem. It. Yeah. So, you know, that's been the thing. I mean, you kept saying, I don't know how how are you gonna incorporate this? It's like that's the place where her heart opens up and your heart opens up and the two of you connect as friends, you know. And then after that, I believe, we have the business chapter that I just edited. Now, I like the business chapter. And I don't know if I ever told you this before, um, um, Jim, but I wrote a book for a client a couple years ago um, by a guy who was a CEO of a steel company, you know. Really? Yeah, and it was all about how to start a business. But his experience in business, he went and worked for his dad's business. His dad had started it when he was in college, and uh, he was like a chemical engineer or something like that. And, you know, he had a job doing working in the oil fields of Texas or you know something like that. And then about five years after, his dad said, son, I need your help, you know. So he jumped ship and went to work for his dad, and now his dad has is still alive, but his dad has retired, and he's been the CEO for quite a few years, and his brother is the CFO, but it's a steel company. So what, a lot what, of the stuff... What, 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 what was the name of the company, do you recall? Um, it was something with an A. <laughs> well, that narrows it's, it down. <laughs> I know, I know. It was something with, I want to say like Acme, but that's like the Roadrunner cartoons. Everything says Acme on it. Well, actually, I know an Acme Steel, but I don't know if it's the same one. Are they um, located in Texas? No. Okay. No, this they're one, here. They're, this they're one, here. This one, they have different offices in different places around the country. And they have since done, like, mergers and acquisitions and, you know, like, gobbled up smaller steel companies in right. different parts of the country. And they bought two steel companies in Great Britain, you know. So, I mean, they are really on the move. But um, but at any rate, like, when you were writing about, you know, delivering stuff on trucks and the importance of inventory and all that, it's like, I mean, it kind of reminded me of that book I wrote, I you know, right. for this guy a couple of years ago. But, I mean, his book was more about like how to start a business right. you know but a lot of his examples came from his experience which was the steel business and so, they made a certain kind of wire okay you know? yeah they so, uh, for so, bailing machines so bailing wire missing, so what's missing in the the chapters on business I mean, what what happened was there was that story about the fire, which was a very poignant right. sto story. And we we kind of pulled it out of the business chapter because 
there was we we had discussed possibly using it as a kind of a metaphor in another chapter in another setting, but we never did. So what what I find when I'm reading the business chapter is that it we just kind of gloss right over the fire. We just we just talk about oh then then there was the fire and then we move on, but we never right. really I, we never we never dove into that, um, which I think is a very powerful vignette in the way it's you, written is really is good. Are you Go are you near, are you near your computer that you could open up that ch- that chapter that's attached, or are you in the car? Or? I'm in the car. Okay. I'm in the car. Okay, so, so not... you you will see. It's funny. It's like you said, don't be underinsured, and you said there was right, a fire. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 And then you went on to the next thing. I added just a couple of sentences, like maybe two sentences, to say the whole thing went up in a you know ma- massive inferno. I didn't say towering inferno. That was the name of a movie. <laughs> Remember the disaster movies of the seventies yes. and eighties, you know, yeah. right? But but you know, I kind of tried to like describe the fire, you know, with this massive. Uh, inferno and black acrid smoke and, you know, but everybody got out okay, you know, because you had kind of described that to me. And, I mean, the lessons from the fire, I think, are more important than the fire itself. But it's like, let's not lose lose the weight of the fire. Now, what I do think is missing from that chapter, and I said in the email I would like to make more edits to it, is – You know, I tried to change this a little bit, but I thought, you know what, I really need to check with Jim before I do more with this, is you talk about Paragon Steel as if it's in the past, as if it's no more, you know, as far as past tense, okay? So I tried to, you'll see when you look it over with the edit, I tried to bring it more into the present. Okay. And I would like to do that even a little bit more so, you know. Um, you know, because there's parts of it that were in the past, you know, when you first started up, but now, I mean, it's still a going thing and it's still what you're doing, you know? And then the other thing I feel that chapter needs, and I wanted to, you know, talk with you before I do this, is I think it needs a couple paragraphs at the beginning that's sort of a transition that says why we're moving from what we've had before to what were you know like a chapter on business it it to me it okay. felt like it needed a little bit smoother transition there all right so so what you're saying is when we go from let's say my diabetic chapter to the business chapter that's not a smooth transition is that what you're yeah, saying yeah yeah, it's it's a little bit clunky. Like I felt like um do the you know, you have the diagnosis chapter, that's chapter number three. Hold on, let me yes. look at my let me go back to like my Windows Explorer so I could see what order I have everything in. Yeah, I think the business the I think business goes into chapter four. It does, but we have like three chapters that are considered chapter four. Okay. Right? Okay. Well, I, I mean, not in my not in my mind, but okay, I understand okay, what no. you're saying. And and I mean I I mean I like it as chapter four. I'm not you know I'm not arguing. Okay. So making a living, chapter four. Okay. And it, ju- but, it just but we seems do we do make reference and we do make reference in the business chapter when we say, you know, we started off with you know, since I had been given this diagnosis, which was a shorter, shorter earning, a shorter earning cycle that I needed to figure out, okay, what am I going to do with my life? I didn't have the luxury that others had of taking their time. I needed to get on with my career. And then we go off and talk, and then we talk about that. So it it was, to me, it, it was, it was a logical kind of transition from, the diagnosis to, okay, now what am I going to do with my life? That's, um, that's, because, but, that's because it's your life. <laughs> you know, so. No, 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 I'm, I, no, no I'm, op- I'm open for you to, to, 
if you want to figure out a better way to do that, I'm up for that. I don't, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm, it's just, not... I'm just thinking one or more paragraphs, you know, one or two okay. paragraphs. At me. Not a whole lot, okay. just a little bit. Okay. And okay. Like how had you, had you graduated with the bachelor's degree in poli sci when you st- went up with, went out to do pace center? No, I was actually started um, pretty much when I entered college, we started Paysetter. I, I had been working at that automotive aftermarket, the first job, when I met Woody. I had started that in high school, and then okay. just, as I was, just as I was entering UCLA, Woody was starting, wanted to start his own company, asked if I wanted to come along, and I said, sure. You know, I'm, I'm just so going were, to college. Right. So I, so so I, was like, so I was like 18 years old. Wow. Okay. Okay. You were really young, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, and for someone to like you enough and have enough faith to say, do you want to go into business with me, rather than saying, something like, um, um, hey, do you want to be my stock boy or something, right? Yeah. Well, in a way, I was his stock boy, too, but I I got to be part of the company because I was on the ground floor. Um, right. But, but in, in that, you know, I was still a kid, but he, obviously he saw something special in me if he wanted to be my partner. So we, you right. know, again, I – he was 13 years older than me, so he's 31 right. when I'm 18. Right. So that's, you know, that's unusual. That is unusual. Yep. Highly unusual. So, so you, you know, what I read in the chapter is that you were a business partner, you know. And yes. I would like to add maybe one sentence that says, you know, it takes a lot of faith in somebody to – you know, believe in somebody that young and say, be a business partner with me, you know, something like that. But well, but for you, you didn't think anything unusual of it because you were on like this fast trajectory. Right. I, I, my parents, my parents thought I was crazy. They thought, sure. what are you, what are you doing with this guy that you hardly know? You're, you're like, and I, and my attitude was, yeah, but what do I have to lose? You know, what, it's not like I had to, a financial, I had to come up with a bunch of money to get into the company. I was essentially uh, a partner. I wasn't an equal partner, but I was a part, I had a stake in the company going to start. So that was, right. you know, for me, that was a, that was worth the, the risk. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that your stake in the country, the company, as far as like percentages probably grew over the years. Not, no, it did not. But, um, you know, the value grew over the years, but, it, you know, yeah. it, it's not like the, the stake itself was what it was. So it was about okay. 20%. I got 20% of the stock when we formed when a corporation. Left. Yeah. Oh, when you formed a corporation. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I just want to make that transition just a little bit smoother. Okay. And then that's uh-huh. our chapter four. And then I would say we probably go, hold on here, I'm bouncing around my edits, okay. And then I would say we probably go to um, Marooned in Madison, which we changed the name of that from staying hopeful rather than hopeless. Right. Okay. Um, I, I, I believe that that would be the chapter after the – Bruin Woods slash Michelle chapter um, because that's you know so that would be like chapter six the the hopeless hopeful um, chapter that's, yeah except, that would, except chronologically marooned in Madison led to the meeting with Michelle in the hospital room no it didn't. That's what that's what I was saying. Is Brianna the the chapter that Brianna is sending to you is which was the aftermath of Bruin Woods. That was when Michelle entered my life, and she was involved going to the hospital because I had an angioplasty, and she was, you know, she became involved right after Bruin Woods. 
Okay. All right. So I need to change the numbers on these other ones. Like uh, understanding the problem becomes chapter three rather than chapter no, two. No, 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 no. I think under, understanding the problem, I think, is good to get out there. Um, like early um, in the game? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, um, in your in your estimate, it was important for that to be chapter two because yeah, I, I, you, that, yeah, because okay. that was when you was that was when you hooked the reader, right? Right. That was your that was right. your your belief was that we needed to capture the reader right. so they understand why are they reading this thing early on. Right. So 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 the thing is is if if we're going to kind of bounce around chronologically a little bit. We just have to make sure we have smooth transitions, right? Yes. So are you thinking that after Bruin Woods having the diagnosis or having the meeting with Michelle? Um, See, I think the now, diagnosis. The, well, I'm, I'm confused by your question. Okay. All right. So we've got chapter one, and by the way, then we're going to split all these chapters up into shorter, you know, into two. Okay, good. But That's I just good. Want, I didn't want to get. Okay. I know, I know, I know, but it's. I I just want to make sure we're on the same page before I go forward and put a lot of time into something, and then you go. That's not what I wanted. You know what I mean? Okay. So yes. I just want to make sure. So okay, so chapter one is. I'm going to call it one and one a, is Bruin Woods. Yeah. Okay. Chapter 2 and 2B two is understanding the problem. Yes. Okay? Chapter 3 and 3A, my suggestion is the diagnosis that changed the tide. I agree. Okay? Yes, um, I agree. Ch chapter 4, and who knows, maybe it'll just be a short chapter. You know, it won't be split into two. But... Chapter four will be the meeting with Michelle. I, I think that chapter four should be after Bruin Woods and meeting Michelle. That's right. part that, of well, that's that'll, that'll be that'll that's be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. After Bruin Woods and meeting Michelle and the hospital room right. and everything. Okay. And then chapter five would be. Um, let's see. I'm going to suggest the business chapter. I agree. That would be like 5 and 5A. And yes. what I'll do is like the if I'm splitting it in half, I'm going to end the first half of it right when the business blows up. Okay, so. Well, or you could end it after I made the decision to leave Paysetter and before That's I started Paragon. That's true. That's true. I just feel like it takes a positive, you know, uh, movement after. That That fire was um, emblematic of, like, okay, out with the old and in with the new kind of thing, okay? And right. then Chapter 6, which was called Marooned in Madison, is now staying hopeful rather than hopeless. It's the same Correct. stuff. We just change the chapter names. Okay. That's correct. Yes. I'm with you. I agree with it. I agree Yay. with that. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Let me I and I'm just doing this out of my head. So let me pull out the latest uh book outline that I have. Denise, um I am listening and I I am totally on board when you revise the chapters again will you just send me that list because I I take a lot of responsibility for misnumbering things and I just want to make sure I get it right from here on out I don't give you uh, any sense of blame or anything for that you know <laughs> I mean, at, all. So, at all so anyway okay so table of contents there we go all right. Go ahead, Jim. I'm listening. So what I was, I mean, to me now the question is, what's, where do we go from here, from after Madison? I mean, I don't think, um, Brianna, we have 
written or you have written the dialysis chapter, um, right? That that would be the next one that we, I think I, I sent a while ago. That's, yeah, so there's your dad, there's dialysis, there's Dirty Harry, right, Jim? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have those in three separate documents, so I can work on whichever one of those goes next. I'm gonna mute it. They're about to tell me to get off the phone, but um, you guys keep talking, and if I have to hang up, I'll get back with you when I get on the ground. Okay. Okay. So, oh my so right God. After, so right after um, uh, chapter six, which is previously yes. marooned in Madison and is now staying hopeful rather than hopeless. The next thing yes. I have on the outline is, you know, right now we have it called Just Passing Through Here, and that was the chapter about kidney dialysis. Yes, that's correct. Okay. And we, we're, not, we're, not, we're not calling it the Green Mile or whatever the hell I called it originally. But Yeah, yeah we took right. that one out, Jim. We took that one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I am, I am going to leave in. We've got something about it felt like the Green Mile, you know, right? Yeah, but I oh. I just have to I have to make sure not to make that too doom and gloomish because there's a lot of people on dialysis that view the dialysis as the difference between their life and death. So I don't right, and I they're wanna, never I, gonna I, get I, they're never gonna get yeah. off dialysis, right? Jen? They're never That's, gonna get off right. of it. So I don't I don't want to paint it as being a negative. I mean, for me, perhaps it was, but it doesn't mean that it is for many. So um, right now. I have in here replace the fire story with the story about your dad. Now the the story about my dad will be in the dialysis chapter. That's part of that um that's part of that chapter because it has to do with when my dad went through dialysis and the advice that I gave him and the conclusion that I came to about it. Um because it Originally, I think um, Brianna had used the fire as part of the uh, metaphor for how to get through something really tough, uh, but I don't think it belongs there anymore. We're using my dad instead. Right, right, and I, I agreed with that. So anyway, I believe I have the chapter on dialysis that was given to me a while ago. But yes. I don't know if those change if that story about your dad had been added to it. Hang on, let me let me find it again. I know Brianna has that if you need that. Okay. Have you Brianna, do you know if you've incorporated the story about Jim's dad into that yet? I think that was the one where I had the fire story. I just so no. Um, but Denise, if you will email me that last version that you have, I want to make sure my version control is correct. Um, and then I have Jim's <laughs> I have Jim's raw story about his dad that I can add to it. So okay. fire's gone from that chapter now. Now his dad's story goes in. But I, I just want to make sure I know which one you're looking at because that one went around a couple times between me and Jim. Yeah, that's the that's the dialysis chapter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have that, and I will send it to you. You know. Thank you. And uh, yeah, and, and I think that's the one that had the fire story and everything in it. And yeah. and that's as far as that's as far as I go on the chapters that I have. You know. Right. Um. You know, and then after that, we're at the point of creating fresh new chapters. Okay. No. And, and right. one of the ones one of the ones that I wrote that I don't know that I don't think Brianna's done anything with was the dirt the dirty hairy chapter was about my view of luck and circumstance, which yep. kind of kind of is a precedes why I had the orientation that I did about going down this dark transplant path and why my attitude was as good about it as it was. And so it's my, okay. my it kind of talks about more or less my philosophy of 
living, you know, um, and and how did so I get I feel like, how did I get how did I get the framework that I did? Right. Go ahead. So I feel like I remember you sending me sort of a story on Dirty Harry. I feel yes. like that should come after the dialysis chapter. Yes, I agree. Okay, I so agree. that's going to be yes. Dirty Harry. Oops. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying we should call it dirty, Harry. I no, mean, that's I know just that. Yeah. I, I know okay. that. That's just, our, that's just our little reference point for the time being. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're okay, not going to call it dirty. Harry. I have, I have to hang up. I'll talk to you all soon. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, okay, Brianna. Bye. Okay. No problem. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. So then after dirty, Harry. <laughs> And yeah, I'm just using it as a placeholder for the moment. I, I understand. Um, all right. So after Dirty Harry, I have transplants, heart and kidney and pancreas in 2005. Yes, that's correct. I have that. Okay. And then I have a little note in parentheses. This can be broken into more chapters, but we're doing that anyway. So, yes. you know. Yes. And then um, chapter eight. And and I don't know if we still wanted to keep this. Is this is from from the outline now? So I'm just reading it to you. Is consider one chapter for caregivers going through it with a loved one. Is that so? so I I mean I thought we had kind of left that idea, but I still have it here, so I'm bringing it up to you. I have not written it yet. Um, I did write for Brianna. I've actually written. Um, the transplant story, and I, I believe I even started the pancreas transplant story. So I haven't written a caregiver uh, version as of yet, but I certainly but, could. It, well, but, 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 but the first question is, is it something that you want in the book? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, I think it's it would probably be a good question for Brianna to be a part of because she's a little more, you know, that's the world that she operates in. So she might have some input as to whether or not this story might help people that are going through um, this sort of thing. Or, you know, is it the 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 custom? Go ahead. I'll give you my two cents worth on it. Okay. Okay. Yes. When when we were going the direction of we're you know we're going to call it a motivation book and and the, and then that you know backfired but but anyway, um, <laughs> right? It's like I would have said absolutely you know delete this. It does not belong here. Okay. But with this sort of you know sort of gentle, loving, kind Mitch album Tuesdays with Maury kind of feel. I think it's I think it's appropriate. Okay. Okay. The other thing is is would you say your wife Renee was sort of a uh, a care t- caregiver for you while you were going through all of this? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I I mean I would have yes. been sh- stunned if you said no. Right? No, we had right. you know virtual angels no, no, there was, all the time. My my whole family my whole family was. I mean, particularly right. my oldest daughter. My oldest daughter and Renee were the the two most influential in terms of helping me through that. Yes. Right. So my suggestion would be to get their input on that chapter. Okay. What was it like for them? How did they stay sane? How did they stay positive through it all? Yeah, that's good. I like that, and I think it's important to get their perspective because my perspective is probably different. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah, because, I mean, you were the patient, right? Right. You know? So, anyway. Okay. And then, um, then the next chapter after that, which is now Chapter 9, it says uh, foot amputation. It says, I've got the year 2008 with a question mark next to it. Right. That's correct. Okay. And then um, Chapter 10 is what to do or think when you think you're in the clear. 
Okay, I like that. Yeah, I have thoughts about that. Okay. Um, Chapter 11 is business adversity, the loss of a partner, you know, losing Doug, right? So so what I I was going to say to you is that the – the chapter, you know, the comment that you made about business that I sound like I'm talking in the past tense with respect to Paragon because the story of the evolution of Paragon is probably different than today's Paragon, which when I think about it, it's now the new Paragon without my partner does. So I have to Right. So I have to tell that story about what happened with my partner, what did I do, how did I deal with it, and that that kind of reveals Paragon kind of in a today perspective. Yeah, yeah. I figured it probably had to do with, you know how people talk about their life like before I got married and after I got married or before I bought this house and after I bought this house or whatever it is. And I really thought the past tense aspect of of Paragon had to do with while Doug was here and after Doug was gone. That's but, you know, I think in that chapter, it's like, I think it's really good as it is, you know, with, yeah. you know, with the little transitions and changes I want. And then yes. you're able to bring people up to speed in this later chapter about losing a partner. Yes, I agree. No. I agree. No, I, I totally, I, I just wanted to explain so you understood the reasoning behind um, kind of the before and the after. And, and I, was, I had already guessed that. I just wanted to hear it from you. Okay. So, anyway. Okay. Um, and then uh, chapter 12 we have here is how do you deal with adversity in your life? Yeah, now I think 12, similar to 2, is going to be a chapter which is going to be a little preachy, which is, you know, talking to the reader as to how do they deal with adverse, how do they overcome adversity. Um, and so, you know, I somehow I relate. I can relate it to how I did it, but at the same time, everybody's different. I mean, some people, um, you know, kind of embrace the endurance part. Some people shy away from the endurance part. Um, you know, every. I mean, in watching my again, this is a good bridge because I watched my partner, who really wasn't able to um, defeat what was besetting him and his will and his desire, I shouldn't say desire, but his will just really wasn't there. And it was so apparent to me when I was talking to him that his, his view of what his outcome was going to be was, it was almost like he felt, he felt that fate was not going to allow him to overcome the adversity and so so much of my feelings are tied up in how do you get your head into that right place so that you really really believe that you can that you can do it that you can over and you know part of it is experience part of it is your faith and belief system Um, part of it is just kind of like having the will and the you know kind of the determination to to do it you know there i mean there's a lot of elements that come into play and and by no means am i an expert but i just find that um talking about that concept later in the book i think can be a very effective way of kind of communicating that concept to the reader like how do you get over it your adversity, you know, how do you find the inner strength? How do you, you know, being more specific than in the the second chapter where we're just kind of throwing out, um, you know, kind of like what's to come. Now we're talking about, okay, now you've read the book. Let's talk about how do you deal with it, you know? Right, right. I, I feel two, two thoughts I want to 
say to you right now. I feel like chapter two is building empathy and, you know, the understanding the problem. Right, is, you're right. Is building empathy and building a connection with readers. Right, correct. You know, yes. we're really not giving them a lot of advice or anything yet. Right. You know, we're just saying, hey, I've been there, I understand. Right. I know life can be really, really tough, you know, right? right? Yep. Um, and then I want to ask you a question about Doug. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did what what did Doug did he have cancer or what did he pass away from? Doug um, got an infection, which happened at the hospital. I mean, he had like a a, a fracture in his tailbone because he fell backwards on a <gasps> on it, and so he was he was like on it. He had a boat, and he was at the dock, and he was pulling something off the boat and fell backwards, broke his tailbone or, or fractured his tailbone. And so, he, you know, he was in a great pain, so he went to the hospital, and they did some procedure where they put, like, um, like a cement-like substance into his tailbone to help fill the gap or whatever. And in that process, he got an infection. So. Um, he, after, I don't know, a few weeks, he started feeling really ill, uh, was brought into the hospital, and, and it turns out that he got this, like, a MRSA infection that was, right. um, you know, kind of so ravaging he, ravaging his blood and, and then ultimately his organs. And he was in and out of the hospital for over two years. It struck wow. his kidney. It struck his kidneys, so he was on dialysis, which of course I had to kind of like help him through that stage. It struck right. his. It struck his um, um, gallbladder, which they had to remove. So it was just kind of like going through his body, and and the the doctors were just not able to get their arms around what was causing this superbug infection that was just, you know, antibiotics was not knocking it away. So he'd get temporary, you know, he'd get better for temporary periods of time, but then ultimately he would be back in the hospital again. And they just couldn't get their arms around it. Yes. Let me ask you this. Before he fell, he had that accident and fell, which led to everything else. Had he ever really had illness or sickness in his life before? No, and that's that's the difference. That's the difference between yeah, yeah. he and I. He had never had yeah. to deal with physical adversity, and so the so the first time that he encountered it, he did not have the kind of the tools in his tool belt to overcome it because he had never had to deal with it before, and so that's that's part of my kind of conclusion is that sometimes adversity is not necessarily bad. If you can overcome it, it helps you when you have to deal with other adversity. You know, I mean, it's like the only way you develop, uh, you know, the the strength is having done it before. And, And unfortunately, Doug never really had to deal with it before. He had had a fairly healthy life. And so the first time that he was struck with, any kind of adversity, he really, he didn't know how to deal with it. He had no way, he wasn't equipped to deal with it. So, right. you know, yeah, so I, that's... I've known people like that where it was like they had never been sick other than like, you know, colds or whatever right. their entire life. And then when something hit that was kind of serious, they really didn't have the mental fortitude to beat it back. Right. Yep. I agree. Yeah. And, and and so that's you know that there's a lesson in there too, isn't it? I mean, you know, you you could never wish adversity on people, but you know, the, the only benefit, one of the benefits of going through adversity is you're stronger, so that the next time you're better equipped for it. You know. Right. Right. So. Okay. And then the last chapter I have here. Is hold on, hold on, just one sec. Sure.
Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So the last chapter I have here is lessons learned about adversity. Okay. Which is which is kind of what I it's kind of what we've just been talking about. That that's right. part of that chapter. Okay. So that's really all. That's the same chapter, really. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So I'm going to move that up there. Okay. And tighten that. Up. Okay. So here's what I see as, um, you know, like the biggest thing, I guess, that's, that I like makes this, oh, the part about Michelle. Michelle lived with you guys for what, like six months? Yes. Okay. So is the chapter on like the Tuesday after when you get home? I think you yeah. went to Tarzan and then you learned about Cedar right. Sinai and everything. You know, and that's where the meeting where Michelle is at. And yes. then we need at least one other chapter in which did you call her and said, Why don't you stay in our guest bedroom? Or did she call you and you just popped up in your mind or Well, I mean it yeah, she had said that she was struggling because she had one more quarter to complete at UCLA for her to graduate and you know, I knew that she lived all the way out in Redlands, which was far away from uh, from the school. And I said, you know, here's an idea. If you would like to live with us, you could. And my, you know, partly part of my idea was thinking that she would be a good influence on my kids because she was sure. this kind of superstar um, girl. And um, so that was part of my motivation too, um, other than just doing her a favor. So, um, so that's kind of how it came together. Okay. All right. Hang but on. but I could, you know, I I certainly could give you little vignettes of stories that we had through the years, um, where you might be able to integrate them into the story. Hang on here and just typing for a second. Bruin was in California, and then uh, Michelle walks into the hospital room. Okay. So the chapter, let's see, dealing with work and stress. All right. And then staying hopeful rather than hopeless. That's Madison. Um, yeah, right, right, right. Um, you know, we've I've got something called Getting What You Want. Did we change that to something different? Sometimes out of the most difficult and dramatic life circumstances comes something far better. You just can't see it at the moment. It was difficult at the time, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I think that that, that, was, part of, that was part of my work um, when the fire happened, I think. I mean, I think that was part okay. of the, right. you know, that, so that was... I think what we need after the fight, after the business chapter, you know, where we have the fire and everything, I, is, is, or maybe in between the two business chapters, is we need a shorter, so since we're splitting chapters in half, it'll be the yeah. same length as the others, but we need a shorter chapter about all those conversations with Michelle. I'm sorry. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, it totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Somebody just come in that I'm going to need to talk to, but I thought we were just about done. So. Yeah, we are. We're pretty close to. to... Okay. So I'm just going to call. This, I'm just going to call this conversations with Michelle. No, I think that's great. I think that that's totally okay. good. All right. So what I'm going to do, because you need to take another call, is I'm going to put this together in a new table of contents. I'm going to send it out to you. I'm going to send Brianna the chapter on dialysis so she can add the story about your dad, okay? Yes. And um, if you can, she sent me a little thing about sort of how the conversations with Michelle started, you know? Yes. But I need, I need something that can sort of turn into a chapter about the conversations with Michelle, all right? Okay. Um, I'm going to add this kind of like a little better transition to the chapter on business and bring okay. it just a little more into the present tense. Okay. You know? 
and yeah. away we go. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate you re uh, getting us back on track because I'm I was yeah. I was frustrated that we were <laughs> I frustrated we were moving I backwards. Know, I know. And the thing is, is that it was moving forward, but it didn't feel like it. And part of it is just because I got that missing chapter, you know. Right. So, anyway. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I, will, a, um, I will get on this. Okay. okay. Very good. Thank you. Next, next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.